Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, now, we call this the act of mating. Nice. But there are several other very important differences between human beings and animals that you should know about. Yeah. It works. <laughs> animals aren't into ass play. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard this song? <laughs> no. You've never heard this, the Bloodhound Gang? Oh, wait, is this uh, you and me, yeah, baby? Yeah, oh, yeah. of course I have. Oh, yeah. okay. I was like, I just yes. didn't know from the drum beat. Oh. I appreciate your input. Yeah, because the yeah. radio, on the radio, it starts right there. Yes, yeah. you're right. Are we so, recording? Yes. Are we already going down this, uh, the, the, the wormhole that is alt-rock? Uh, yes. Do you have to beep what I said earlier, or did you come in after that? I don't know what you're talking about. I understood. <laughs> is this the radio-friendly version? Uh, no, it's not. So we'll probably have to stop it pretty soon. And I bet you feel nuts. Get some some Ebert. And you're getting two thumbs up. I'm the worst at lyrics. Let us just start the show. <laughs> Cast and I am Steve Miggs, and I am here with the Reverend Infuego. Hello, and the man that's going to be leaving us to go on tour at some point. Clint Cannon. <laughs> yeah, right? You've scared the entire Minx cast audience, man. Oh, really? Well, I just saw a couple people post, does this mean the end of Glenn on the Minx cast? Or oh, no, the end man. Of the Minx cast? I'm like, no, haven't you? We, we kind of had a little bit of a test yes. run when you went to Montana. The, the only other than the day that I literally couldn't get to the building and my transmission was slipping right. and I was run <laughs> off the road by an ambulance, I've only ever missed one show and it's because I was literally on an airplane at the time. Right. But yeah, I, I remoted in from Western Maryland. We did that holiday show where we all remoted in. That was actually kind of fun. Um, you sent that picture. Uh, I was doing a show while sitting on the toilet. Yeah, you guys doing a your business while yeah, doing your yeah. business. That's, That's when right. we heard you urinate at one point. Yeah, that flush. Was a, I think that made the show, I'm pretty <laughs> yeah, sure. That was a classic moment. That was great, man. Um, yeah, so we're going to figure it out. We'll always have ways no, to No, no, no. When I'm happen. on the road, uh, I've got a cellular telephone and I've got earbuds and... Yeah. And we got Skype or FaceTime, yeah. whatever the one, wherever, if you're anywhere near Wi-Fi, the quality improves, obviously. And if not, then we just do it with the phone and it'll still sound fine. Yeah, technology yeah. is wonderful. Honestly, I'm, I'm hoping if things ramp up and especially if we're able to land some good tours or festivals, it'll be a benefit to the program. I agree. Because I'll be able to, you know, road updates from Moron Cannon, you know? Dude, Tales from the Road? Yeah. I mean, I love, I watched this, the documentary in World of Wrestling, the Wrestling Road Diaries that Colt Cabana's made, and that's some of my favorite things is just to be able to, the absurd stories that you get while on the road, plus you'll be able to, if, if you lock in with some pretty decent bands, yeah. I mean, you might be able to get squeeze them onto the podcast as well, which would be pretty cool. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about doing like, that. Like, just, hey man, I'm doing a show right now. Come here. 
Or like at the middle of the night. Hey, do you want to do a podcast while we're drinking, yeah. sipping on some whiskey? Yeah. Sipping on gin and juice. <laughs> Laid back. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, don't worry, Migscast, Titanic yeah, douches. I'm not going anywhere. I love Panic. the show. I, yeah. I, I love our audience. Uh, there's no way I would bail on this. No. Um, no. Um, yeah, man, I got a telephone. We'll, we'll remote in. And honestly, I hopefully it'll make for some good content. I, I, I 100% yeah. agree it will. And I ain't going just, anywhere. No, no, and we won't let you. You're, no, you're stuck with us. I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> Even yesterday, I was, I was telling Reb before we fired things up, like uh, Tawny and I got away for the weekend, which I haven't, we hadn't gotten away together as a couple for over a decade. No yep. kidding. And you yeah. celebrate an anniversary. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Yeah. What, what yeah. number? Uh, number 12. Ah. Yeah, number nice. 12. Yeah, what is that in the old anniversary list? It's, uh, I believe the dozen. The dozen? I don't know. The dirty dozen. I, I Facebook told me it was 12. I thought it was 11. But I trust Facebook's math. Oh, dude, I'm not kidding. I don't know when Thanksgiving is. I, for the longest time, I thought Christmas was December 24th. I really did. That's funny. It's just not... December 24th is the Ted Smith's birthday, and that's the only day it is. Okay, well, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Yes. Yes. The modern 12th anniversary, anniversary oh, present is pearls. So did you get your wife a nice pearl necklace? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, would you like a pearl necklace? <laughs> Traditionally, it's silk, but that's not as fun Dude, as pearls. Dude, there was a point mm. when I was working at the end. This is when we first started. Like Tom Shane was just starting to be a voice on Guys. the radio, and he had the a, guy from the the Diamond, dude? the yeah. Shane Company. And he legit had a commercial talking about ladies. Wouldn't you like a pearl necklace? And it was like, <laughs> ladies. there was no sense of Billy irony. Gibbons is giggling somewhere <laughs> oh, and stroking his beard. Everyone is you know? just yeah. giggling, man. We were all so disappointed when it switched ad campaigns to like, you know, <laughs> uh, 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 a diamond necklace or a diamond bracelet or something along those lines. If, if anything, uh, there was a, a bubble bath necklace. We, uh, Excuse me? Jennifer has a giant bathtub. In that uh, cabin. Oh, yeah. And her and I saw So you guys that. went to a cabin? Uh, yeah, it was actually the Mistress of Booze. Oh! Uh, our very own Jen Richards. Yeah. Her cabin of New Originals fame. We yep. love you, Jen. But yeah, um, this was five, six months ago when my life was beyond turbulent. And we were doing a New Originals rehearsal, and she was just like, how are you doing? And I'm like, well... Uh, could be rendered homeless any time, and I've got this oh. and this and this going on. And I mean, it all was, that drama, it a was, tough time. Yeah, you know, people close to me were like, "You okay?" I mean, it was really, and again, a lot of this is personal stuff that I won't go into on the program. But things were bad, and she was like, "You know, you need to just grab Tawny and get the f out of town." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, that's just not possible. I my wallet's empty. Where are we gonna go? You know, right. we can." vacation in Tacoma, you right. know, it's kind of what you we can You can hit do. up the jungle, the homeless Yeah, we, we can't even afford to go to Tacoma to, to vacation, you know, so, but she offered up her cabin on Anderson Island back mm-hmm. then, and of course, the way our lives are, five, five months pass, but yeah, so we went out there for, uh, for our anniversary, which was great. She took, it was funny, literally took my phone, put it on Do Not Disturb, and put it in a drawer, mm-hmm. And if we had to look anything up or anything like that, her phone was what we called the approved phone. <laughs> so literally, that's a good call. I cause... was not allowed. She didn't give me my phone back until we had gotten home and unpacked. Nice. And she a phone detox. Like, Here's your phone because she knows she knows how it is. Especially right now, I've got we've got the Bruiser Brody coming show coming up the 25th. Yep, um, live day. We've got live day coming <laughs> next week. Bruiser Brody will be we've playing. We've got yeah. So I, yeah. I'm, I'm spinning like a top with all the stuff I need to get accomplished um, on top of everything that's happening with window pane. Um, so yeah, she was just like, I love you. Give me your phone. I'm like, I have no problem with that. Yeah, because the minute you open up your phone, there's going to be a million text messages. There's going to be a million oh, emails. Dude. There's going to be a million of everything. And, it's gonna yeah. be, and I know how that is when 
you don't mean to be distracted by your phone, but once you see the message, <sighs> and you sucked, and then it's man. all of a sudden that urgency hits you where you're like, I need to respond to this. You don't really need to, but you saw it, so you want to. Well, you can't put it out of your mind. Yeah, yeah, until yeah exactly. It's resolved, with, the, with the advent of the cell phone, everything is now. Right. You know? not, hey, when I get home, I'll listen to the voicemails. Exactly. And, exactly. and open up my mail, snail mail. See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, eh? With this letter envelope, envelope opener, I can't speak. I shouldn't be allowed. Getting that paper cut. <laughs> but no, yeah, um, Jennifer has a giant bathtub. And so literally, Tawny and I like lit candles, filled nice. that baby up, and just slid into that tub and just kind of stared at each other for an hour. <laughs> you could almost hear the soap. Just hearing both of us like deflating. Oh, oh, this is nice. Yeah, you know, I'll just hold your foot as it gets wrinkly. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's great, man. I, her and I just we did a lot of nothing. Um, just chill. Jennifer had a, a whole freezer full of crab. Um, oh. So Saturday, t- and she was like, "Please, for the love of God, I have more than I know what to do with. Please do me Eat the some. favor." Yeah. So we had a giant crab feed. Oh my god! Saturday night, and the hell, where was the invite? I would have been the third. Oh, meal. bro, man, <laughs> I, I can help polish off a few of those crabbies. It was nice, man. It it was, uh, you know, but it was something I said to her too. It was it was a, kind of a nice feeling, despite you know how chaotic and turbulent my life tends to be. Is you know I realized. Um, you know, it's one of those like, oh, we'll get away and we'll reconnect and we'll, you know, we'll find each other. It didn't need to. Mm-hmm. You know, we were just somewhere else, which was nice so that the distractions were eliminated. But there was no, you know, didn't need to reconnect or rekindle our love or any of that stuff at all, man. You just needed to be together yeah, without was, the yeah. distractions. Well, and it made me realize, like, I love our home. I love being in our home with her. I, you know, so it was it was really cool in a uh, in a way just to go like, man, I, I don't need to get away with my wife. Anytime I'm with her, I'm getting away. It was uh, it's just a reminder more than a reconnect. Kind of a cool thing. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah. So that that's what we. And then of course I I came back and Monday was, there's a crap storm. Oh, I was like a sledgehammer <laughs> to the face. You know, by the time I got home Monday night, it was just like, you know, it was blood running out of my nostril. And yeah, ah, Andrew you know. WK there. Yeah, exactly. So uh, anyway, I was thinking how great it would be to come do the cast because Monday kicked me in the scrotum so hard that I was like, it's I, a little normalcy at this yeah, point. I was like, as I need weird the show. as we are, I need the show. I need Steve and Rev and it's we'll therapy laugh. And yeah, man, it's, it's yeah. every time I look forward to doing this because of that exact reason. It's like I. Don't matter how bad things are going, like whether the morning show is driving me nuts or work is driving me nuts or life is driving me nuts. I know for whatever, from an hour and a half to two hours in this room, it's just laughs. And it's and, and dude, even last week, I was really kind of like, ah, did we go too far? They were with, dancing to Lynn, man. Right. I was like, well, did, did, we, did we go too far with all the, the, the music? Did you yeah. listen back to the show? I did. And it was I, great. And, and the feedback, we got so many messages from people that absolutely loved the show, I mean, somebody, I, I see if I can find the email. I know we'll do it. It was a great and... show. Oh, and uh, the show had ended, everyone, but Steve figured out who I was talking about. It was Urban Dance Squad. Yep. Mellow. What? And they had the song Deeper Shade of Soul and You're Famous When You're Dead. Yep. And that was the band where I was saying the guy wore a Charlie Brown t-shirt, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I'd never seen one before. And it was, and... Like, it was like one of those songs where like you were trying to explain it, and it wasn't how you described it. There was just something about what you were saying that made me think, Oh, I bet he's thinking about that deeper shade of soul song, which I was yeah. obsessed with when I was younger. I mean, they I, were killer. It, it, the The rapper nice. sounded just like Q Tip. That's my from, style. Uh, Tribe Called Quest, but he had a rock band behind him. Surprise, surprise! Oh, I so you rub your eyes, never lose your mind. 
Doesn't he remind you of Q-Tip? Were you guys Tribe Called Quest fans? Yes, absolutely. He reminds me of Tip, man. And I remember the video. They were all skating in a skate park. Yeah. I think they were in a swimming pool. Here we go. We're going downhill again, boys. Jeez. This is just... It's funny because it, it, it's just chill. It's just summer music. Well, right? yeah, Famous yeah. When You're Dead, I think, was kind of a rockin' song. Yeah. Famous When You're Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, that's a... a deeper shade of soul. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn just put his just hands put in hands the air up. like he don't care. I wave him like I don't care. <laughs> This is totally like Hoot Nanny Jam Band sort of thing. Yeah, like in front of a fire. I gotta remember this next time. Like things are getting weird at like an outdoor festival, maybe camping. You need something just to kind of get the groove going. This is the song. Well, I was listening back. uh, It was the middle of the night. I was unloading a whole van full of PA equipment. (laughs) And uh, I had the show on in my my earbuds, you know. And that 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 damn Len song came on. And I was straight boogieing, humping PA gear back into the warehouse, man. <laughs> Dude, how weird is this? I go to 3-2-1 Battle on a Friday night, and I'm talking with Murray Grande, one of the play-by-play guys. And we're just talking about something. He goes, yeah, it's like that Len song, man. Ah! I'm like, did you listen to my podcast? He's like, no, what are you talking about? I go, I just did a podcast where we focus specifically on that being the best summertime song of all time. <laughs> and his eyes lit up. He's like, you got to be kidding me. And then wow. him and I had a very similar conversation that we've had about how much we love the Lime song. <laughs> I wonder, Jeez. like, if we reached out to their agent, if we could book them. You know, I, th- would people hate us for that if we booked Len for Mig- for Migs Fest 4 I or think- 3? Or oh, where are they going to afford, I don't man. know what's Good happening, God. man. You know what we just got to do? Is we just got to brainwash our listeners into loving Len. I bet most of them do. They're like, man, I, I love that song. It's a great song. Oh, here's uh, the other song by uh, Urban Dance Squad that we're talking about. I forgot all about this one, too. And they had prayer for my demo, too. Oh, that's right. Prayer for my demo. My demo, my demo, my demo. That's hilarious and awesome. Oh. Yeah, this is the one I remember. Sounds like he's choking a dog. <laughs> I got a bed. We clocked They play the strings. I play the role. Me and This is like early rap rock. It was. This is 1990s. It's funny. At the time, I thought this was awesome. I listen to it now. I'm not sure. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not so sold on this. How about prayer for my demo? The other tune that was stuck in my head was... uh, I love LA. I love LA. Oh, dude. It was stuck in my head all week. I wonder what happened to these guys. 
probably working at Guitar Center. Yeah. They yeah. probably died when rap rock died. You know, in like 99, oh, I mean, you got to figure Rage's first record hadn't dropped yet. How right? bitter are these guys? They were slightly ahead of the curve. They needed to tighten some things up a little bit. All right. Well, I, I, you know, we're going down I'm a road. I'm thinking hole. there's a lot of weed probably involved yes. with those guys. And uh, maybe they just smoked themselves into oblivion. Maybe. Hanging out with like 311 back in those days. Oh, man. Yeah. 311. And that's one of those things I could never decide if I loved or hated that band. I was, you know what? It was a roller coaster of emotions with 311. There yeah. were times where I was full on obsessed. The blue record of theirs with the all mixed up and down. Love that one. And then they slowly started annoying me. Yeah, I had a drummer that uh, my, my old drummer, Brian Muir, really loved 311, which was cool because he brought that hip-hop influence into his drumming, which yeah. is always great when you're in a rock project. So you're not getting Tommy Lead, you know, kind of thing. And <laughs> and uh, Sorry, Tommy. And, uh, now, are we talking about him <laughs> drumming-wise, or are we talking about him when he's steering the captain ship? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Didn't need that visual in my brain. But yeah. yeah, Brian was always trying to get me hip to 311, and I'd hear one track and be like, ah, I could get behind this. And I'd hear two more and be like, please turn that off. Yeah. You know, like I couldn't, yeah. They, they, they definitely walked the line of being really cool and interesting and fun to being really obnoxious and annoying. <laughs> kind of like the later era of uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Same kind of a thing. It's almost like they became a caricature of themselves. They're like, well, this yeah. is what works. And then all of a sudden, it's like Billy Corgan's doing an impression of Billy Corgan singing. It's not yeah. even Billy Corgan singing anymore. The um, Billy Corgan went through the uh, Uncle Fester phase. Yes. Uh, he shaved his head. He put on all the dark makeup. And went real goth. And then he wore that weird trench coat, and he looked just exactly like a thinner Uncle Fester. Yeah. And I was thinking... At what point is that a good idea? You know, like, and I, I, not as singing, but as what he does texturally as a guitarist and as a songwriter and arranger, Billy Corgan's genius. Uh, he's now that's brilliant. Uh, sorry, that's William, William Patrick Corgan. Yeah, he's now. going. He's going solo now, right? Uh, yeah, it seems to be like that. Looking him up online on just he's Twitter. also he also uh, old Billy Pat in, old Billy Pat Corgan. He's the owner of now <laughs> NWA Wrestling. NWA? What? I, I thought he was back. like a co-owner of like TNA. Yeah, too. it all fell apart. Billy Corgan? No. He's huge into wrestling. He loves really? wrestling. Oh, he loves wrestling. He's, huh. he's, he's helped finance wrestling companies. He is now 100% like owner of a wrestling. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, he's obsessed with wrestling. See? What the thing? Music and wrestling. I, was, like, I guess he fell in love with music, obviously, like from his family. And then his grandparents love wrestling. So he grew up watching wrestling with his grandparents. Ooh, do you want to hear Steve him following to- a similar path, music and wrestling? Yep. Here he is. Bringing it together, Just don't baby. put on a bunch of black eyeshadow and start wearing a weird trench coat. I do have the hairline. Dude, you'll look do like Uncle Fester. Yeah, don't dude, do that. Do. Stick a light bulb in your mouth, see if it lights up. <laughs> oh, I found it. <laughs> oh, do you have it? Or- I found uh, Billy Corgan doing Wrecking Ball. Uh-oh. Or, sorry, William Patrick Corgan. Okay. I don't know if we, right, do, we, do we want to do this? Do we want to do this? I... I uh, what are we doing? I don't know anymore. What? <laughs> we were going to talk about how exciting it is that you, the window pane has just signed a big uh, yeah, let's, touring let's, thing. So, so let's put the train back on the tracks, right, so right, to speak. Right, right. So we don't want to listen to any Billy Corgan. Okay, that's I don't. Fine. I don't know. This is not Wrecking Ball. This Love is just, that piano sound. This is his solo record. Well, he wrote a bunch of stuff for old Courtney Holt. Yeah. And some of the Courtney better songs. Yeah, I live through this. No, not live through this. Uh, Celebrity Skin. Yeah. He wrote that Malibu song. Yep. And, and they were great songs. I mean, Billy Corgan's talented guy. It's the Getty Lee thing. People either love or hate Rush because they can't get past Getty Lee. Yep. They love or hate the Pumpkins because they can't get past Billy. Yeah. 
But and it bums me out because a lot of my guitar player friends that I truly respect, I get it. And they're like, I can't stand that band. I'm like, man, I get it. Siamese Dream is Siamese such Dream a is perfect. so good. That's a, that's, that it's is like the Limp as perfect thing. as a record could be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. Well, and Gish is, <laughs> Gish is awesome, Gish too. Gish is incredible. Yeah. But yeah, you got you to gotta do the, the Limp Biscuit thing. And just if you can't stand his voice, just try and ignore that, especially if you're a guitarist, and just listen to what's going on sonically. With those guitars, because it's it's incredible. It's which incredible. is which is funny because I remember a story about how Billy hated the guitarist because he James couldn't, Yeehaw. yeah, because he couldn't do the stuff that Billy really wanted him to do. No, James, Billy, yeah, James Billy e. recorded all the parts except for the drums on Siamese Dream. It's all I him. didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, he did the bass too. Wow. Yeah, he yeah, he, he was disappointed in their performance, so he just did it. He pulled a Dave Grohl and. Hey William Goldsmith, I know that you're our drummer right now for our second record, but I'm just gonna go re-record all. Well, the then drummers. he got what's that guy's wow. name? Jimmy Chamberlain was that there? Yep. Now that guy's a monster. Yeah, so he got drummer. him, and he had an incredible drummer. And yeah, I think James e- and uh, what was her name? Darcy? Darcy? Darcy Allen? I think so. Yeah. No, no. My friend, my friend is Darby Allen. He's a wrestler. <laughs> Darcy Retsky. Terrence Trent Darby Allen. I think it's Darcy Retsky. Yes, it's John Cougar Darcy Mellencamp. <laughs> Yeah, Darth, the Dorothy Retsky. Yep. I can't even speak. It's amazing. I, I remember that, but I don't know who the third president is of the United States. I don't know. Either. Is it John Adams? Uh, no, I thought he was the second. Because John Adams and John Quincy. Uh, Thomas Jefferson. There we go. Thomas Jefferson. I, should, I should know that quicker than but that. But I know who was the number basis. one George Washington? Yes. yes. Okay. So who was the second? Adams. I just said John Adams. Yeah. Adams. And then the Jefferson. fourth. Yeah, third was Jefferson. Fourth was John Quincy Adams. Fifth was Darcy Retsky. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. And then James James Eha. And then Nick James, uh, and then Nick Cage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about window pay, man. Some exciting Sweet, crap. Is yeah, going on. Okay. yeah. So you guys signed a deal with a company that an agent that books big bands. Yeah, they're um they're uh, Artery Globals, the name of the company, and they're they're literally just a booking agency. And God bless Tracy Moody. That's part of why we keep bringing Migs Fest back to Studio Seven. I mean. Love that club and love Tracy and Nicole. The, yeah, he's he's a good but, um, he's the bomb. Doc, you know, was just going down this rabbit hole with Tracy about our upcoming touring endeavors, and he literally was was doing the uh, well, who's booking all that for you? And I'm like, who you think, man? Me and Tony, you're putting this all together. And he's like, why do you not have an agent? And mm-hmm. I'm like, how does one go about getting an agent? Right, you know. And so Tracy helped us put the pieces together, and um, the president of Artery was really excited about us. Interestingly, they the I think we had talked about this a couple months back when all this first began, but they actually thought we had representation because of all the things the band's doing, and we're like, no, it's we're doing this. We've done all this, and they're like, so you did those huge tours a few years back on your own, mm-hmm. yeah, and you've done this all, yeah, and they're like, that's crazy. And we're like, yeah, we agree. <laughs> yeah, right. You're insane. We agree, but yes. apparently it made us wonder how we many just people, didn't know better. Well, I think uh, it was interesting to discover that I think a lot of people didn't approach the pa- band because they assumed yeah. that we already had someone we were working yeah, you with. You guys are touring. You guys had selling records. You guys yeah. are out there. I mean, you have a great social media presence. So, so <laughs> I mean, most would assume that someone else is pulling no. the strings. And so, then, yeah, yeah. So we're locked in. Or you just in, had like a busy beaver of a girlfriend um, that was helping. And it, right, right now we've got a few. Just It's real quick. Like, you know, I'd almost call them long weekends. I wouldn't even call it a tour. Yeah. Um. In December, we're just scooting out of the area for a couple dates that uh that our guy uh at Arteries put together for us, and then I know he's already submitted to us to a bunch of the festivals for next year. Nice. And nice. we're already starting to. If knock you guys on. play Lilith Fair. I'm going with you. Oh yeah, dude. Um, I'll be up there in a sundress <laughs> with an acoustic. Take your breath away. Don't even have to shave your armpits. You know, no. <laughs> Actually, oddly enough, mine's so blonde and wispy. Like, You'll have to grow out your hair a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. Like this chick shaves her armpits. Yeah, Get off yeah. the stage. <laughs> She's too clean. 
But, I'm a uh, man. Even worse, <laughs> die. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, as with anything, um, I mean, even when we see it, I've been doing this so long that while we're excited and we wanted to make the announcement and and get people excited, obviously for the band because it's a lot uh, has a lot to do with how the whole machine functions is keeping your fans involved and interested and excited about what's happening. Um, we'll see what happens coming into the coming into next year. I mean, we've we've got some hooks in the water from our end. Um, through the national talent buyer at AEG as well. I've reached out to him, and I'm trying to kind of work it from both ends where I've got the national buyer from AEG, which runs both of your show boxes here yep. in town. Um, he's knocking on the door from one side, and then I've tried to get our agent uh, to knock on the same door from the other side. So it's like, oh, um, you know, and maybe that'll generate some opportunities for us. So really, I mean, we don't know what's coming, yep. um, but hopefully it'll be good things. If they can get us out there That's awesome, dude. Working. I'm very happy to hear that. Yeah, it's the one thing we've been able to show is you get this band in front of an audience. You'll and, win them over. And we win them over. Yep. So if we can find the opportunities um, to get in front of some audiences of any size, uh, hopefully it will just begin a snowball effect. And now... That's how I feel at the strip clubs. I mean, you put me in a strip <laughs> yeah, club that's right, in man. front of a bunch of hot chicks, I will win them over with also and the $20 in my pocket. Steve's going to make it there rain. You go. you know, Steve, you it starts with a yep. 50 cent piece and then yep. he makes it rain. <laughs> that's Window pane will do that in a live presence. It will make I'm it hoping. rain on the audience. Well, it's just like anything else. Wow. Like You can't get your first job until you have some experience, but you can't get experience until you get your yeah. first job. And where we missed out, just because, like, as always, we didn't know, but way back when we had self-produced those tours with Queensryche and Five Finger Death Punch, we should have picked up the phone right then and said, hey, we're on the road with Five Finger Death Punch playing arenas right now. We've just did your job. We don't have any representation. And they could have said, oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah, let's scoop that Yeah, you're playing to 4,000, 5,000 people a night. No problem, guys. Uh, We will have a tour waiting for you as soon as that tour wraps. We didn't know that was even an option. Yeah. So, of course, now so much time has passed since those big tours that we're kind of back to square one. So it's going to be a matter of getting us out and getting things rolling. And then once things start rolling, it'll be much easier to rolling, get rolling, rolling, to get rolling. things rolling. What? I mean, even here in in, uh, in December, we were looking at doing a full two weeks. But I wouldn't say there were holes. We had show opportunities, but it was one of those, do you really want to drive all the way to Arizona for what could only be a $150 guarantee? Don't drive to Arizona. That's not, that's not smart business. In Arizona. From so, experience, don't drive to Arizona. Oh, I'm driving to Arizona. Oh, um, um, actually, we had three great shows uh, when we were on tour with Queensryche in Arizona. Um, loved it. And the, the big promoter down there, uh, Danny Zelko, uh, loved us as well. Danny Z. He was, nice. he was trying like, trying like hell to scoop us up and f- he was flying to the Playboy Mansion the next day. What? And he was like, come with me, come with me. I'll get oh, you yeah. to your next show on time. I'm like, dude, we got to play like Phoenix tomorrow night. And he's like, I can get you back. And I'm like, dude, there's yeah. way too many. <laughs> like as great His as this sounds. Tony and I were both like, as fun as this sounds, we should do this. But yeah, I, I didn't. I had a feeling we weren't yeah. going to make it to church I on time. You wouldn't have made it to church on time. So, well, dude, that's awesome. Um, but yeah, I, that's what's going on. Man. It's funny. Also, I saw someone on Facebook was like, "Well, what does this mean for the future of Bruce and Brody?" And I'm like, "Yeah, the Bruce and Brody was always meant to be. We do it when we can. It's never meant to be." A Jeff full Ross on. was on tour for our debut show. I know man. that was. I felt bad. Like that was like we have this video, <laughs> and it's not even him in it. Uh, I don't <laughs> serves him right for missing Bruce yeah. and Brody. He, he half didn't care and was excited for us and was half bummed. I mean, Jeff was messaging yeah. us saying like, man, I really wish I was there, guys. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, When I cool. saw him uh, this past week, you know, um, we, we rehearsed in the same building. And so it's the first time I'd seen him since he got back and we were catching up. And he was like, yeah, I'd really like to get a copy of the record. <laughs> 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 
You know the one I was on? Oh, I was like, oh, dude, well, yeah, you, I'll figure that out, you man. Like, you get one when you finally play a show with yeah. us, buddy. Oh, but burn. you will be playing with us on Live Day, and you'll also be playing with us at oh, Studio 7 so on November 25th, yeah. which I am so excited about. I have a lot of friends that missed us the first time that are really pumped and thought they missed out on the only opportunity. I'm like, no, nope. no, no. Turns no, out we got no. another show. Yeah, this isn't, you know, it, it, there was too much excitement about it, mm-hmm. and we all enjoyed doing it so much that this isn't, it's not it, the end. Yeah, we didn't get together, make an EP, and did the, did the one show. There's there's going to be more shows. Yep. I mean, a lot, more like, music. Like we all don't have enough to deal with, but uh, but it's a fun escape for all of us. It's, it's like great, the podcast. Man. It's like the music equivalent of this podcast. It's a chance for friends to get in a room, zero stress, zero pressure, and just have fun together. And, and I will say for all our listeners, now this is still a tentative date, but we may have a December thirtieth show here in yes. Seattle as well. And if that Ooh. comes into focus, we'll do a proper announcement. But you know, right now you've got November twenty fifth, and then we might be uh, we might be closing out the new year um, here yeah. in Seattle as well. So new Year's once, Eve. once that comes into focus, we'll let you guys know. <laughs> but yeah, Brody's not going anywhere, man. Hell no. All right, so let's you know what? Let's jump into the voicemails, the emails, and text messages. We got a lot of emails, a lot nice. of text messages, a lot of voicemails. So let's try and actually get some done. Or we can listen to more Len songs. I love you, Ziggy. <laughs> Speaking of Ziggy, I think he left us a voicemail. So let's nice. just talk to him. Hey, McGarris, it's Ziggy. So I'm at the part in the podcast where you guys are talking about Randy Newman's uh, hit. I love it. See? We love it. We love it. <laughs> true story about it. It actually has Bo Nanda rock personnel on it. What the hell are you doing? Um, I mean, you got the Luke, Steve Lukather from Toto, uh, rocking on guitars. You got David Page, who's in the Yacht Rock scene. You got Jeffy Jeff Picaro, also freaking Toto on the drums. I mean, heck, you got Waddy Wachtle. Uh, I forgot what he was in, but he's also doing guitars. You got, you got Christine McVie from, uh, uh the Fleetwood Max. Uh, yeah, she's doing background. She's going, I love this. Uh, you even have wow. Lindy F. and Buckingham, also of of the Lindsay Fleetwood Max. That, that was his bruiser brother. We love it, but he's actually right? like, you know. Maybe we probably, should. I don't know what he's loving. Outside of uh, what's your name? Uh, hey, so when know, a bunch lady, of great people come together to record a really uh, bad Glenn song. Glenn probably knows it. <laughs> yeah, he's a bunch of friends got together and recorded "I Love LA." This is awful. Let's do it. <laughs> it's like the Kentucky Fried movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. I'm what's in. Name? Uh, hey, you know, goat lady. Well, don't shoot. What's her name? Uh, Glenn probably knows it. Hey, so, goat yeah. lady? Uh, uh, no, yeah. I mean, it's not smooth, but he smokes. It has like some of the smoothest. What the hell is he talking about now? It's Ziggy, man. He's saying it's an all-star. This uh, Randy Newman uh, album. Was had, he had like an uh, all-star cast of pimping musicians involved, in, and that's what they wrote. Not only that song, but I, I would assume Randy wrote it. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, it was Luke uh, Lukather from Toto. He was a big. I got to hang out with him. Nice guy, really into Jaeger. So you can figure out how that went. Wow. Yeah. So but, you don't uh, remember much of it. Love Jaeger bombs, brother. BS with him, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, man. You know, everyone calls him Luke, right? Yeah, but Lukather from Toto, and uh, yeah, he did some clinic at Guitar Center, and he and I ended up BSing a nice fellow. That's hilarious. And the next thing you know, I'm getting hammered with uh, the winds out of Africa with the Lukester. Yeah, man. <laughs> nice guy and. Yeah, all very blurry, but really sweet dude, um, really funny, and we 
just got trashed, man. If you ever get to do it again, you got to ask him about his recording experience. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I didn't know you were involved with that Randy Newman thing. He'd be like, make it a double. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> we don't talk Let me about tell that. you some stories. Uh, Randy Newman talking, always creeps talking, me out. Talking for days, though. But anyway, uh, catch you guys later. Bye. Bye. Bye, Ziggy. Oh, we got a Facebook message. I just want to quickly throw this out there before I forget because I know we'll, well, I'll forget. Yeah. Uh, huge favorite is from our buddy Richie from Thunderbeast. Nice. Thunderbeast. He says, hey, could you guys throw in a quick plug for the Thunderbeast show this Saturday at Studio 7? That's right. It's on uh, November 11th, Studio 7, Saturday night. Doors at 6, shows at 6.30. Uh, if you don't read this in time, that's okay. Thank you, brother. Owe oh, you a beer. Uh, oh, I read it in time, so you still owe me a beer. <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, that's this Saturday night. Thunderbeast making their big debut. Is it their debut? I feel like yeah. it's, right? I'm bummed I'll miss it, but I'm at Munson's wedding. So, you know, I have a good reason to miss Congratulations, it. Congratulations, Munson. I know. Getting locked down. It's going to yeah. be crazy. That's going to be a fun night. I, I already told my wife, like, look, if we don't get a hotel, be prepared to drive the Jeep. I need to put this. I'm going to have to <laughs> Has block. she ever driven the Jeep yeah. before? Oh, okay. Yeah. But she's never driven it with me drunk in it. And she's going to learn what it's like. <laughs> I don't know what it's like. I'll probably pass out in the passenger seat. That's what it's going to be like. Yeah, but, right. There you but go. There's no, there's no chance in hell I'm going to stay sober for Munson's wedding. Good gosh, no. I'm a groomsman. Oh, yeah. So we're going to be drinking that all day. party, yeah. I'll probably yeah. be drunk by the time my wife shows up to the wedding. Get yourself a, at least a cane or maybe some sort of stand to prop you up. Oh, I thought like a Singapore cane. I got one of those. Is that like a sword cane? The one, kendo the, stick? The kendo stick, yeah. Wow. How do you have a kendo stick? Hair club gave me one. I don't oh, know why. it was yeah. the one that we had at the old station yeah. for forever. Yeah. Uh, so that, that way, if, if anyone acts before. up, I hit them with it. It's when the kids yeah. walk through your yard, you come running out with that. You get off my lawn. It's scary, and it sounds horrifying. Yeah. 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 If you have a shirt on, it doesn't hurt. It hurts. You get hit with a stick. It surprises you a little but bit. Yeah. Without, <laughs> without a shirt, that's when it kind of it, it snaps into a little it, bit of your skin. It'll pitch. Yeah. Because it's got the slats and it just like opens up when you're swinging it and just goes crack and just pinches. Yeah. Uh, we got an email from Amir. Uh, he says, hey, boys, uh, loyal Titanic douche and like Steve, hardcore wrestling fan. Just hardcore. writing you guys to say a couple things and ask a question. Bruiser Brody rocks, by the way. Nice. I'm glad that wasn't a question because, yes, we do rock. Uh, <laughs> now, did you insert that or is that actually in the email? Bruiser Brody rocks, by the way. Okay. He's uh, not a lot. He's, I'm, 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 he's good. He's on point. Yep. All right. Because he For, tends to insert things, you know? I would never. Excuse me. Uh-huh. First Just changing off, the tire. First off, I'm not a fan of Wyatt only in the wreckage. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. It didn't say that. Fake news. I got it. How long have we been tracking? How long has this episode been going? Uh, uh, about an hour. Uh, 34 minutes oh, just so We about. made it 34 minutes without yes. Steve taking a pot shot at Wyatt. Well, I always like getting those text messages. I got a text <laughs> message from him that Tuesday. Of course you did. And it, uh, I forget what it said. Something like, like love you, F you, or something. <laughs> there you go. It was, it was yeah. awesome. I that sounds it. about right. Let me see if I can what find is necessary at that point. I love Wyatt. He yeah. knows that. Uh, what did he write? He goes, thank you for everything on the podcast today. You're my favorite bastard, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, thank you for the kind words, brother. Oh, yeah. And I told him to go F off. He says, I love you. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to bring dicks for live day. He should. He should. That it's kind of cool. early in the morning, though, so they might be a He's going to have to figure out. He's going to have to, like, you know, have it flown yeah, in. I'm or... fine with day old dicks. Mm. Okay, just Aren't changing the tire here. Just <laughs> changing the tire. <laughs> just rinse and reuse. Uh, I just want to say, first off, I just want to let you guys uh, know I appreciate you guys in the podcast. I've been listening since the days of the STP cast, and before that, the Nut Hut. Uh, but ever since this current incarnation started, it really went to the next level. Nice. Your candor in which you discuss topics along with your humor makes it feel like you're just sitting in a room talking to my buddies. And that's always been the hope, yeah. is that... 
minus the part where you can actually we can hear you, but I hope that it feels like you're just BSing with your buds. You're with us. Right. Uh, Rev, you're awesome. Wow, sweet. I wish I could sweet. sit down and talk geeky sweet. things with you, but at the parties, you guys are naturally busy. I still remember chanting puppy, pumpkin butt when you walked into that Rainier's game a few years back oh, with geez. the rest of the douches. Oh. Sorry, had to do it. I know. But you're still the man, bro. I hate it. I hate it. I Glenn, hate it. not going to lie, I wasn't sure how your addition was going to be, but you're the freaking man. Oh, thanks, man. And because of your because of your addition, I am now a giant window pane fan. Oh, well, thank you again, bro. Thanks. I had to download the new remaster to avoid wearing out the CD. That's awesome. Uh, meeting you at Migs Fest was awesome. Uh, you're just as genuine and nice as you seem on the cast. However, I caught you at a bad time, so next time, shots are on me. Oh, cool. All right, man. Yeah, I think that whole night randomly was probably a bit of a bad time. <laughs> I was spinning like a top and drinking where I could. So, uh, yeah, man, sorry we missed the shots. Sounds but... like a start of a country song right yeah, there. Yeah, I know. Hey, I November know. 25th is not very far away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I get seriously the funniest looks when I listen to you guys at work because there's times I'm laughing so hard people think I'm going crazy. You guys give me an escape, even if it's just for a couple hours, from the crap and monotony of life. And for that, I appreciate you more than you could ever know. Um, this is me inserting something. We appreciate that you feel that way. Oh, yeah, that, man. Totally. Thank you. What it does for you, hearing those things does that for us as well. Uh, um, what do you say? Uh, I battle depression, and listening to you guys is guaranteed to get me to smile and laugh, which is truly the best medicine. My question to Glenn is, I really want to know how to learn how to play the guitar. I have no aspirations of being a musician. But I have a creative energy I need to release, and music has always been my thing, dating back to my days as a band geek in school. But my clarinet just isn't cutting it anymore. <laughs> what do you recommend as far as a decent starter guitar? And should I just YouTube or actually pay for lessons? I can already read music and keep time. Oh, wow. Anyways, again, I appreciate you guys so much, and thank you for all that you do. Uh, if it ever opportunity presents itself, I would love to sit in on the cast. And if you guys like Pakistani food, uh, Pakistani food, I could bring in some kebabs or curry. And some oh, non curry, hell I'm yeah. in, dude. dude! You don't even yes. Just tell us yeah. the, the Tuesday you want to come in. That's cool. And damn it, be nice to Wyatt. Oh, no, I should have let that part out. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you guys rock. <laughs> yes. See now the fans are rallying behind him, man. <laughs> he is the, the sympathetic baby face, and I'm his heel, just delivering heat. Wyatt only is the butters of this show. Uh, and he says, hey, we need another douche fest at a Rainier's game. That was once. That, dude, you're right. We should do another Rainier's game next season when, when, when minor league baseball kicks back in. Yeah, or even the S2, uh, the Sounders uh, yeah. secondary league, man. I'm going to be going to a bunch of those games because they're going to be down at Cheney Stadium as well. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. Th that was all before my time. Yeah, so The Rainier's game was a blast. We I'd like a, to get in on that. All right, well, we'll do it. It was and, a lot of fun. And last time, the Rainier's let us pick the playlist that was played. We made the playlist for our batting practice. Oh, dude. Which was wow. pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. weird. It was just all Bloodhound Gang. It was. <laughs> and, and, and Rammstein and Len. Yeah, this year we'll give them Slayer and Len. Oh, that would be You awesome. know, back to back, of course. I remember I was so worried about making sure every song on that playlist, no cursing, right? Except for one song, I completely spaced. It was a Foo Fighters song of all things. I think it was like Pretender. Was, one of the songs was like, blah, 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 and F it all. And I'm like, ah! Luckily, there was nobody there. It got played like it was like the first song, and nobody was in the stadium at that point. But I was still like, ah. Yeah, he dodged a bullet. Did That's all that cool. work, and Dave Grohl, he effed me over. He grolled you. Yeah. He grolled me. He got me. grolled. But to answer his question about guitars. Oh, dude. Um, So you can get a decent acoustic for around 100, 150 bucks. Um, acoustic strings are going to be a heavier gauge. They're going to be harder on your fingertips, so it, it's going to hurt. It's going to be unpleasant because you really got to squeeze that baby. Ha-ha. 
It's um, like it's like the the stripper that works the afternoon shift. So if Yikes. you if you wanted to, um, Squire makes a thing they call a strat pack, and it'll come with a little cheap kind of ghetto electric guitar and a little amp and a little tuner and a little strap, and you can get those for around a hundred bucks all day long. The electric guitar won't be as hard on your fingers, but you might have to fight to keep it in tune, all that kind of stuff, blah, blah, blah. Um, what I would say is um, when you first start playing, it's going to be painful. Your fingertips are going to hurt, man. It's going to chew you up. Uh, it's unpleasant. <clears throat> the other thing I would say is, and when I used to teach, this is the first thing I would tell any of my beginning students. Sit on my lap. <laughs> yeah, sit on my lap. Don't tell your parents. Um, all right, Kevin Spacey. Uncle Bad Sheesh. Touch. Uh, the human hand is not designed to do what you're going to ask it to do as a guitar player. It can do it, obviously, but it's not meant to. So all these weird chord shapes, and you got to press with accuracy in these random spots, and it is going to be frustrating as hell. You're literally, it's going to be really just like, you've got to be kidding me, this is ridiculous. Um, and you'll watch these videos, and these guys are jumping through chord shapes, you know, like, blip, 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 and you'll be like, how is he doing that that fast? It takes me five minutes to form the shape for a G chord, and even then half the strings are muted because I can't get my fingers to be precise, and it's really, really frustrating, man. So just try and keep in mind that the hand in and of itself is not designed to do what you're asking it to do. That said, it can very well, but be patient. Try not to get frustrated because if you're really, really starting out, it's going to be frustrating. You're going to be trying to make chord shapes, and you're going to be like, how do people do that? And then you'll get on the internet and watch people blurring through something that you're struggling to make happen, and it'll make you want to lose your mind. So just be patient. Take your time. Um, I would say YouTube's great. Find real simple stuff. Um, learn some three-chord songs like Free Fallen or something, and that'll teach you to jump through chord changes quickly. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. Y yeah, man. You know, and if you can read music, you've got a leg up, and bless your heart, you can count. So you've got that over most of the guitar say. players I know. <laughs> 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 no, I meet these guys all the time. They're like, I'm like, that's awesome, man. Let's play a 12-bar blues. And they can't. Right. They have no, I'm like, they dude. Have no, no soul. Yeah, you have sat and learned how to sweep before you learned to play three chords. You can't write a song, but you can noodle out of key all over everything. Dude, I knew a dude noodle. in high school that was, he was that guy. Like, he hung out at his house. All He never would go out and he would just practice to play the guitar as fast as humanly possible and the dude can shred like we remember we had him like play with us for a song or two and then he asked me like, to play Go Jane solo. Says and right. he's like I can't right and then it's like oh, what are you doing during the rhythm parts he's like I'm not doing anything and we're like well why not he's like I don't know how to play rhythm yeah, all I can do is look at me and I'll go <laughs> and it's like wow that's really cool and fast but like it's you like, no soul, it's like brother. you've learned to decathlon before you've learned to crawl. Right. Like, bro, you know, you, you've built the ceiling and no house or foundation. <laughs> and some guitar players are real, real victims of that. But but yeah, any, anyway, man, without going on, on too much of a tear there, I would just say be patient. Um, it's going to be very frustrating at first, but it can also be monumentally rewarding. And yeah, just start out with some real basic introductory YouTube stuff. Um, buy one of those little, for like 99 cents, you can get a little thing with a chord chart. It'll have a bunch of different chords. And just sit there and learn to press your fingers on those spots. And it's going to make you feel insane. Like, you'll you'll be like, I don't get it. I Why won't my hand do that? And just try and remember that <laughs> piano's laid out. Everything's flat. Your hand's made to do that. They need nothing. Making these weird. Sometimes little, when I use my right hand, I think that's same dude, thing, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's like playing with a stranger's hand. But uh, yeah, man, your your hand your hand can do what you're asking it to do, but not naturally. And sometimes so, when you're older, it's even harder. 
You know what I mean? I, oh, I've noticed yeah, that, man. I'm, I'm talking about I thought he was guitar. making a sex joke. No, no, no. <laughs> like, I totally, like the I, learning curve as yeah. an older person is a lot harder than as a younger person. So you, you, I don't know why, but it just maybe it's just like you've defeated yourself before you've even given yourself a chance. Yeah. Whereas when you're younger, you're a little bit more fearless. Like, I don't know how to do this, but I'm trying. Yeah. Whereas you overthink things as an adult. So you're gonna have to get you got to break through that wall too yeah. just know that it's gonna be frustrating man it, it is it's you're, you're gonna try to make a chord shape you're gonna have dead strings and it's gonna sound like poo because you're not pressing hard enough but once you figure out how to play free falling you bust out of the campfire poon for days. yeah man poon poon, poon for, days. for days poon and that's why glenn does which spelled it. backwards is noop 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 for days, for days. Noop for that's days. what a lot of the girls said to me back then i'd be like hey i learned this song do you want to and they go noop Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what if we go backwards? What does that mean? Noop means poon. Yeah, I would play more than words in reverse and poon. Hey, uh, we more got a message uh, from uh, Garrett. Says, hey, guys, love the cast. I'm a little bit behind. I heard the Kobe Teeth song, and I was wondering <laughs> if you guys had put it anywhere to listen to or download yet. I can't seem to find it anywhere. <laughs> I almost forgot. It's been nuked from orbit. I saw that as I was printing these this morning. I saw that. I was like, God dang it. I'm doing it. And so it's up now on the MIGS cast page on the podcast you can page. grab it nice. as a download or it's, something it just says mig's cast song and then it just says uh kobe teeth uh and and, it, and it's poop shiv for you to download to <laughs> listen to was what it was called yeah i, I chose to leave poop shiv to, out man. of the title that way it doesn't come up as like a red flag in our company or something like what what, did, what is this poop stuff that these guys are doing but the kobe teeth song is available for you to download and listen What's to that poop stuff these guys are doing uh if you're listening today i literally forgotten man <laughs> I uploaded it earlier this morning, so yeah, you go. Is it still as good now as it was then? <laughs> Actually, it's kind of better. It's like a nice and settled. Like a good oh, it didn't dry out or anything, no. you know? No, it's still warm. Yeah. I mean, I, I've thought about trying to monetize it. Imagine if it took off and helped pay my bills, but then since I used the karaoke track and just flew in all the vocals, I would imagine a, law, a lawsuit yeah. would Someone, someone will figure out how to sue you. Yeah. Let's check out a voicemail uh, right now. Let's see. Hey, douches, this is Nick. Um, Nick was at our big Rainiers thing. I remember that. Him and his lovely lady. That was a good time. Nice. I'm just calling because A, it's been freaking forever. And B. Oh, I was thinking Jester. Nick was also, though, at our party. Remember, he got wasted. There's a lot of people who got, got wasted. Nick also got wasted at Mig's Fest. <laughs> well done, sir. Well yeah. done. Remember, we had to wheel him around, and he was just like. Uh... He was plastered. <laughs> and, it was, and it was awesome. Yeah, man. I remember it was like he almost got kicked out. Oh. And, I, and I, I, I convinced the security guy that he wasn't drunk. Hey, man, please. He's dude. just having a rough day. Yeah, just, just leave him be. <laughs> just my he's, boy. He's okay. Just, he's got to drink some water. <laughs> As he's like hugging me. Thank you, Steve. I'm so Thanks wasted. I'm like, so stop much. saying you're wasted. <laughs> yeah. Be quiet. You do not admit to being wasted. <laughs> Wyatt and Superfecta kicked major amounts of ass on uh, Saturday night at Cody V's. Nice. Nice. And I love them to death. So, um. Except for Wyatt. Yeah. Everybody needs to know that, and they probably do. Peace. Oh, dude. Um, and actually, that, that triggers, a, a, you can almost hear the synapses fire if you listen closely. I'm, I'm that broken of a person. <laughs> but, um. In regards to windowpane news, we made that part of our Artery Global announcement. Um, we're literally throwing a signing party uh, December sixteenth at Studio Seven, and nice. the reason I bring that up is both Superfecta and Wyatt Only and the Wreckage will be playing that show. Nice. Um, we've also got the reunited Kiss the Gunner's daughter coming mm -hmm. down, um, and then our bro Jason Kurtzen. If you're familiar oh, yeah. with him, he's now got a rock, and it's called Jason Kurtzen Three, and he's gone back more in the rock direction. 
I remember seeing them a long time ago at <laughs> yeah, Studio Seven. They yeah. covered Megadeth, and I thought that was awesome. Well, he did. He he was working with Dave Mustaine for a while, yep. and um, they they and were Dave's doing. Daughter. Yeah, that's right. That's yep. right. Jason did a bunch of heavy stuff. Then he ended up jamming with uh, Duff McKagan's daughter and the Pink Slips. Yep. Then he went more kind of. Then he was on the voice. Soft. Yeah, he did the the, the voice thing. Then he did kind of a soft pop rock thing for a while for the Noop. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, he, now he's swinging back towards rock. So the the Jason, Jason Kurtzman three is going to be playing with us, and then of nice. course Window Pane. And um, yeah, that's going to be a cool show because there'll definitely be some eyes on mm-hmm. that show. Um, so for Superfecta, for Wyatt, for Kissing Gunner's daughter, for Jason, um, that's going to be a really any truth to the rumor? Really cool show because there will be some some eyes. Any on truth that to the event. rumor that Kobe Teeth is going to make it a performance? <laughs> uh, Kobe <laughs> Teeth, we're, we're looking at trying to fly him in. He's a, he, he asked for um, a lot of money. He asked for more money than Len does. To he perform. asked for more money than the Last International, and I have to supply oh. an ice cream cake. Ugh. So I'm not and sure. We know how it is at Studio Seven, man. <laughs> some sticky fingers when it comes to uh, that's what I'm concerned some about. Carvel cakes. Yeah, yeah. Well, he wants a Carvel cake. It's basically a red Solo cup, but. You know, being held by uh, Cookie Puss. By Cookie Puss. Yes. <laughs> and so I have to see if the Carvel people will fabricate this cake for me. And uh, but anyway, I'm going to reach out. I'm going to try and make that happen. But that is December 16th at Studio 7. You can see both of those great bands, Superfecta, Wide Only in the Wreckage, as well as Kiss the Gunner's Daughter and Jason Kurtzman 3 with Window Pane. Um, that's going to be a, an important show for us. Like I said, there's definitely going to be some eyes on that event. So I uh, hope you guys can come out and Hell join yeah. us and support us and join the celebration, man. Uh, John, the Jumbotron guy, writes, I like this. This is a great email. Uh, it's at themigscast at gmail.com. I listen to a whole bunch of podcasts. The Migscast takes the longest to get through. It's not because of the overall length of the cast, but because of the music. You it's guys play girth. something, and then I pull away and listen to the whole song, and then a bunch of more related <laughs> songs, and it could take easily a day and a half to get through one Migscast. <laughs> I love it. This week, no exception. I was home, and I ended up jamming for hours. I started by going to the headphones that came with my phone, to the big cans, to turning on the big stereo and crank it up. Good job, guys. The attached image is what I mean by big stereo. I didn't print it, but uh, I would imagine it's a big stereo. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great, man. So we're basically sparking him, and he's like, I need to go hear that tune. Right. Ah, yeah, man. That's awesome. That's super flattering. See? Uh, Andy from Top Left TV sent us a message hoping we could do him a favor. Yeah. What what you need, Andy? He says, Locomotive, uh, it's a band, having their big uh, Top Left TV shoot video release promo, and I'm trying to get bands and people in the scene in the area to take a quick selfie video saying congrats and a word of encouragement. Maybe something about the importance of the youth in the scene. Doesn't have to be long, 30 to 60 seconds or so. Can you maybe do one for me by Friday? Maybe grab Rev 2. So I thought, well, we, we can do that. Can just, we can just do it now live on the Migscast. Live on the, like as if we're live. Live and on Andy and I were talking about this. I need to talk to him more, but I wish I knew the name of the song. So I could say, congratulations to Locomotive. They're shooting the video for their new single, Blank. Yeah. There's no song title. So that's why be, well, I so haven't it, done my video yet. But it's a video release promo. So that the video's already been done. Yeah, but we just don't know the name of the track. Well, we could pretend that we do. Great song, guys. Can we fly in a robot voice like uh, Heart of Gold? Yeah. Hey, guys, congratulations on your new track, Heart of Gold. We're really excited. To- <laughs> Can we do it like <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that was we my only thing, and, and, and I wish I wanted yeah, to shoot that video for, for Andy, but I didn't know the name of the track. Well, So we're saying on their new video, and we have no idea what this track is called, so we're not yeah, I don't know. I want people to hear the promo and then seek out the track. Here's a song by them. It's see what I'm Muscle saying? Memory. Let's see. I like that. Yeah, I like that baseline. It's probably not the video though. Oh yeah. 
shaking my hips. Yeah, you are. Now I'm thrusting. <laughs> yeah, you are. Maybe it's this one. This one's called Dad? Well, if they're mark. shooting the video now, well, are you just listening to audio? Oh, my God. I did it again. I just found songs off of uh, Apple Music. Oh, okay. For all we know, it's a different locomotive. That sounds like them. <laughs> so I say we just do a quick video saying, hey, thank, good luck. Congratulations. Yeah. And thanks for keeping the music scene alive. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Do we mention the upcoming video shoot, given that we don't know the name of the track? I say, hey, congratulations on your new video. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay, yep. yeah. I'm yeah. In. I'm in. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, now we're showing people how the sausage is made. So I'll do the selfie video thing. Excuse me. And I'll get you guys behind me. Cool. Or with me. All right, here we go. With we, and behind. You got us? Right, we got with Rev. I think we got you. All right. All right, here we go. What's up, Locomotive? Hey, Locomotive. Yeah, what's up? I'm Steve Miggs. There's Glenn Cannon. What's up? That's the Reverend Fuego in the back. Hello. We are the Miggs cast, and we just want to say congratulations and thank you. For keeping the, the the music scene going, and, and and it's nice to see that the young musicians are still kicking ass and rocking. Yeah, congrats on the new video, guys. Can't wait to hear the single. And just keep doing what you're doing. That's awesome, man. Much love and support from your family at the Migscast. Rev, you got anything you want to say? I... Uh, no. All right, cool. Ha-ha! <laughs> I wasn't thinking of anything. No, I was hoping that you didn't have anything okay, to say, Okay, good, actually. because I'm like, that was perfect. Uh, Perfect, actually. Because uh, they couldn't yeah. even hear you from that far, anyway. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, cool. We did our job. We could add some fun with that too. Like Andy didn't bother to tell us the name of the track. Yeah, yeah. So we really want to promote what you're doing, but we don't know what's happening. Bunch of jerks. <laughs> just, Andy's sitting somewhere, just <laughs> cursing. Like, He's like, I'm gonna kill him. Why? You know what? He's now our enemy. Wyatt, you're back on the good list. <laughs> wow, Andy, you oh. made my S list. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could play that L7 song. Oh yeah. God, I love L7. Oh, right, was good. Let's check out another voicemail. Hi, guys. It's Mama. Mama! I'm sorry I haven't called till now, but I don't know if Hawknado told you, but he was here one weekend, and I fell flat on my face right in front of him. Oh, no. And, um... He sent us x-rays I of the break, I broke my remember? nose, hurt That's my right. head. <laughs> And I broke my arm, but it wasn't just a break. It's from my elbow to my shoulder, that big bone. He shot us x-rays. Right in half. I was hospitalized for four days. Mama. And then they they got this new brace called the clamshell, and I'm only the third person in Washington to have this. If you go to Rick's. Both you guys. Okay. Both Steve and Rev. Both you guys are like, mm. For the and right like, price, you could go to the clamshell. <laughs> oh, sorry. They're you two are terrible people. Yeah. It's Andy from Top Left TV's Yep. Fault. Yep. <laughs> Blame Andy. Bone <laughs> to grow back together. Jeez. And if it don't, then it's surgery. But boy, I'll tell you, I've been in a lot of pain. Oh, <laughs> a lot of pain. So I just... Today, I said, this is it. I'm going to call you. I love you all. 
sorry I couldn't get to Mig's Fest. Oh, I wanted to go. Okay. I totally cried and cried because I wanted to go to that so bad. And um, I didn't get to. So anyway, I love you all. Don't ever think I don't. We never I did. Just, never do. I haven't been calling anybody lately, really. I've been resting a lot. No, that's what's important. In bed a lot. And then one person you should absolutely never call is Andy from Top Left TV. <laughs> All right. I love you. Each one of you. I send you a big kiss. And you have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for the call, sweetheart. Been too long. Yeah, it's yeah. nice to get an update. You know? Yeah, yeah, man. Well, Dwayne and I text back and forth, or Hawknado, rather. Hawk sorry. But we text back and forth when we can. And it's funny, too, just the way things are spinning for me. I'm always like mid-shift. I'm like, hey, bro, at work. We'll call you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Two days later, I'm like, hey, bro, haven't forgotten. You yeah. know, still working. <laughs> Can't feel my legs. How are you? You know? And I like, know. I sometimes feel that way, too. Like, I'll yeah, get so overwhelmed. Oh. And it's like me the out. people I love him. He's awesome. He's always so good to us. You know? I don't know if this is totally. like with you guys. The people who I'm the worst at staying in touch with are the people who I care the most about. Because yeah. I, because I have way more I want to talk to them about, but I don't have the time to talk to them about all the yeah. cool stuff I want to talk to them about, or or just the time that I want to dedicate to, to the quality time. Whereas like acquaintances, and it's no disrespect to them, but they're acquaintances. If, it, sometimes it takes like ten seconds to respond. Well, to even them. like you know, mm-hmm. it, like, it's easy. I've been wanting to. Uh, there's a couple different things I needed to talk with Andy about because we're going to be getting well, together with to the yeah, yeah. Top Left TV. TV. So, yeah. As an example. Um, I mean, Kyle from Top Left TV <laughs> I would talk to. But uh, we're going to be doing a, a video <laughs> with the Top Left guys for Welfare Line at some point. Oh, uh, so we're going to schedule that. Uh, we're really excited. Andy has some great ideas. Um, despite your hatred for rare, him. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and then he had hit me up about this locomotive thing, and I was like, "Dude, no sweat, I'll call you tomorrow." And then you know, of course, I look at it, I'm like, "Okay, I'm scheduled off at five. Window pane rehearsals at eight. I had some work to do in the room, so I need to be down there around seven twenty or so." I'm like, "But that's awesome. I'll be off at five. I can take care of these calls. I can send these emails out. Yeah. I can quickly have dinner with my wife." Then How'd can... that work out for you, dude? I got off work <laughs> two hours late. I ran in. I kissed my bride. I inhaled some teriyaki. I grabbed Ooh, all that. Nice. Ran to the rehearsal space, dude. You mm-hmm. know, and, and that's what it's like. Yeah. And that's that's in regards to someone that I really needed to get in touch with. Um, you know, so it, it yeah, it, it, it makes happens. it impossible to try. I try like hell at least once, and if I can pull it off twice a week to call my folks. Yep. Um, really, if I can wow. pull that off, man, they're all the way on the East Coast. No, I mean, I'm trying to be better about that myself. It used yeah. to be like once every two weeks. Now it's like once or twice a week. Dude, yeah, it's, you're like me, man. They're 3,800 miles yeah. away. You don't even get to see their faces on a regular basis. And they basis. ain't getting younger. Yeah. And my parents have had some recent health scares. Luckily, they seem to be doing okay, but I never know what my parents, they are the worst at telling me because- Apparently, my mom had a cancer scare, which she's fine, but she never told me. My brother told me. He calls me up, and that scared me, of course, because I never get calls from my brother. Oh, did brother you get to like, oh, by the way, man, mom's cancer's in remission. You're like, wait, what? No, he was like, <laughs> hey, she's going to get some tests. It's a good chance it could be cancer. Has mom told you about this? I'm like, no, no. She mom calls me to talk about you. the Yankees or the Devils or, or uh, Howard Stern. My angel. Right. I'm her angel. <laughs> she doesn't want to bog me with bad news, which bothers me. It's always been that way. Mm-hmm. Finally, my brother must have laid into her because she called me like right around the time where all everything. And she's like, look, I'm sorry. I didn't want to scare you, but I'm fine. Blah, blah, blah. Over, the, like, over oh, the years, it's the same thing. And I think, do I think it's because me. we're so far away. But over the years, because um, my parents were the same way, yep. you know, to a large degree. But over the years. The, uh, the the communications become a lot better regarding what's really going on. Yeah, um, it's getting better. Because it it's got still... to, after so many times, it was like, please look, 
don't keep me in the dark. Well, we don't want to worry you. I'm like, I'm a 40 something year old man. I'm I like, look, it's, it's, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing I can do regardless, but I'd at least like to know. So I can prepare. Um, and, I, I, and I had to do that for them, too. They're like, you know, you never tell us what's going on. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want you to worry. And they're like, son. You know, right? We're parents. We're have you stopped to, to think? Anyway. Yeah, it's like have you stopped to think that maybe we could help you? I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, right, right. <laughs> and we're your parents. We're we supposed we're to parents. worry about yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, I know, dude. It's it's so funny how that is. Oh, oh, oh okay. Sometimes I get a text from my my mother in law, and I was like, I hope everything's okay. But oh, he was looking at his watch. And he I know. He's like, what the time is on that? Oh, oh yeah, he got his Apple Watch. Apple Watch, man. Fancy oh. ass watch. I thought the thing was telling him like, time to take your pills. Steve. But it's a picture you know? of my, time to poop. She sent me a picture of my wife when she was a little kid. Oh, nice. really? Oh, oh, that's adorable. Yeah. We gotta put the W in there. It's adorable. 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 Glenn, we got an email in, in regards to you, and it's subject that it says, Glenn's new favorite song. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> this should be good. Lay it on me. Uh, before, he send it, he said, before we play it, he says, on a serious note, please pass this along to Stevie, the Packers fan. Stevie, I went through the same thing a year ago. Rehab is a bitch, so it's having to pay attention to everything you put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just ask. Oh, why it's my friend now? Damn it! Just ask Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Andy that well. I can't really. Damn it, I, I don't have a really good nemesis anymore. <laughs> Crap. Oh, man. Well, it gets easier as time goes it's on. <laughs> Just like these uh, mother efforts say, uh, stay positive. It's, it gets really easy to get absorbed into feeling bad for yourself. And when you do, it makes the whole process harder. Focus on the fact that you will get better. And this is a bump in the road for you. And I chatted with Stevie a little bit. He told me. Yeah, how's he doing, man? He said he did not get to keep the toe. I didn't figure <laughs> they'd let you. I like that he made it a point to send me a message about that. That's like, funny. Just want to let you know, I did not get to keep the toe. Yeah, I, I don't think they're, they're not down with that. They, they don't like to let you... Do that. That's horse crap. If I, I lose my toe, I want to keep it. Well, man. It's, put wheels it's like, on it, so it could be a tow truck. Yeah, it's a body part. Yeah. Like, didn't Tom Green go through that when he had to have his ball removed? Oh, and then yeah. he it was literally like, "Hey, my ball, I want it. I want to put it on a jar on my hearth." They're like, yeah, "No, you can't have. You can't home. have your ball." That's rude. Yeah, they now, kept his ball. Do you want to hear your new favorite song? Yes. Okay. Well, apparently it's a, it's a group. I don't know what the name of the group is, but the song is called Hot Problems. Tom Green's ball. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> Yeah, so far, man. Huh. Look at me and tell me the truth. What do you do? Is this when like a... people don't know what we go through. This is like a real housewife or something. Hair, blue eyes in class, but they don't know I have a really big heart. Don't get me wrong, I know that I'm hot, but textbook perfection really takes a lot. Weird guys call me. And, and these brains, girls are hot. Like yeah, they are. Show Glenn. That's the way their mouth is. Hot girls, we have problems too. We're just like you. Except we're hot, 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 hot. <laughs> the band is double tape. They're, they're like an LA6 at best. Sorry, honeys. I'm a fan. <laughs> Especially oh, if you're on the they're left. They're both cute. But they're like a, maybe an LA six. Let me see him again. I love it. The Huffington Post called them dubbed the worst song ever. The girl on the left's cute. This is a terrible song. Does it have eight million views and are they raking in the dough? Uh, one point one million views. Oh my god. That's and still more than the Bruiser Brody song, cute. which is twenty six hundred. Okay, so she's she's cute. The girl on the left's yeah, you know, you're right. But I dude, mean, I'm sorry, not, man. They're, they're, is, they're like LA five and a half, LA six. I still, really 
to him. To, that's a God bless uh, Tony Abreu, man. That was a Tony thing. Tony was down in L.A. for a while, um, and they came back to Seattle, and you know the vibes different. The I, don't, I hate to say this about our city, but really attractive girls seem to only appear magically when the sun comes out in this yep. town. Otherwise, it's a damn this. This was originally a logging town, and that looms overhead to this day, and it's hard to find. Really, like, wow, God, she's gorgeous women, right? <laughs> Looking at the Wikipedia, some are calling this song worse than Rebecca Black's Friday. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree to that. Wow, the I'm video went viral, has over 13 million views by June of 2012. What? With an overwhelmingly negative reception. Ouch. But hey, anyway. I, like, I like some of the comments on YouTube. One person <laughs> says, the thing is, though, who actually gets this song stuck in their head sometimes? I, I do now. Another person says, play this at my funeral. Another person says, I like this one. I bob my head as I prepare the noose. <laughs> and then my favorite text, this should be our national anthem. Jeez. It is really bad. It's, it's really awful. Bad. It's horrible. But no, was, Tony had come back to Seattle from LA, and I forget, I forget where he was or what was happening, but he approached some attractive girl, and she just was... You know, just really nose in the air, snotty about it. Right. And I believe he was under the alkafluence of alcohol and may have said something like, don't flatter yourself, sweetheart. You're about a six in L.A. And Ow. of course, her jaw <laughs> fell open and he walked away. And it's true. You you go to L.A. It's Drop like, that mic. It's like going to Orlando, right? Florida, man. Like There's every a bunch of Barbies everywhere. Well, not. I mean, yes, That's but not it. always. And I'm not into the Barbie thing either. But the if I'm you go to 10. a sunny place, go to Arizona, you will find oh, that Scottsdale. gorgeous women tend to like this weird thing called the sun. Yep. Yeah. And so when you go to these southern areas, North Carolina, which it kills me, these gorgeous women with that accent. Oh, oh do you drink around here a lot? And the, and the oh, jean shorts God. with the white, the cutoff jean yeah. shorts with the white pocket po- poking through. And that's what I'm saying. Here in oh, Seattle, it's weird. It's almost boing. like they, they import them every spring and then export them every fall. Yeah. Because you'll almost wreck your car in the summer driving around this town because there's so many gorgeous women. But where were they all winter, man? Are man, they wearing burkas? When we, what are they yes. doing? They're wearing ten, ho- ten hoodies <laughs> yeah, and when, a beanie. When we were in Miami, just seeing chicks just walking around in bikinis. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Just going to whatever store that we were hanging. Oh, my God. And that's what I have to say about the two hot chicks have problems, too, girls. Honey, you guys are cute. You're cute. But, I mean, I wouldn't go out of my way to make an impression. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I take a two-for-one dance on the girl on the left. <laughs> the girl on the left is, they're both cute, but they're just cute. Yeah. And now they're singing about hot girls have problems too. It's like, conceited much? Meanwhile, they could be laughing the whole time about the ridiculous, like if, yeah, what if right. we did like, awesome dudes have problems too? Yeah, they're probably really awesome and I'm a huge dick. They could be like the sweetest <laughs> girls, and they just I've have a great sense wrong. of humor. I'm yeah. a giant You dick. totally white old need it, man. T- <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we've established that Glenn's a dick. <laughs> and hot girls have problems, but this too. Is pro- this is terrible. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Terrible with it's, a capital T. It's terrible. What was the name T-R-B-O. of the listener that sent that to, to me? Uh, it's my new favorite Your song. Your new friend. That's from Anibris. Anibris. Hey, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, bro. Thanks for that, bro. Oh, I accidentally closed up this. Uh, I'm sneaking into your house, it? and I'm going to pipe the soundtrack from Grease 2 into your house, man. Uh, why you got to bring up Grease 2 again? It's his new favorite musical. Uh, <laughs> it's the voicemail. I heard that, and I'm not appreciating that. So, my boyfriend.
boyfriend has never seen Austin Powers. I know. It's crazy. I don't know how he got through. I've never seen Austin Powers either. You really? Seen? I've seen clips on like Comedy Central, but I've never sat down and watched an entire. I own all three. I'll yep. loan them to you. They're I don't great. have a DVD They're player. a great time. If okay. it's not on demand, I don't watch it. Okay. Yeah. They're a great they, time. Do you think they hold up? Yes. Really? Yeah, I do. Mm. Honestly, on our little get- getaway, Tawny and I kind of were like, let's throw something on the tube and we'll just snuggle and, oh, I'll make a sandwich. We watched it. We put all three of them on in order. And yeah, they hold up. I think they're wow. great. Yeah. Wow. I think they I hold know. up. I don't know how. Better than Grease got- too. Oh, you know what? Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Can't help it. I have awesome He's taste in music. He's scowling at me. He's straight up scowling. I'm going to go over by rub. I'm, yeah. I'm going to get hit. Dude has awesome taste in music, has problems too. And that is Glenn <laughs> and the Rev. Nice. Through life without seeing it. But when I found this out, we had a marathon and I like oh. had to show him the movies. And he really liked them and it was all great. Except he became obsessed with them. Uh-oh. Like, all uh, he does is quote the movie all the time at home, at work, when we're out. It's just anybody we meet, like, he just constantly is quoting Austin Powers. That happened to me once. 20 years, same kind of thing. A girl I was dating, I introduced her to Crystal Meth, and Jesus, she just, I mean, all the time. I just, it was, it was a tragedy. Jesus. Can't have that, man. I'm so no. sorry. <laughs> Meth heads have problems, too. We they got, got no, no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where that was going. <laughs> Scratching uh, at the sores and boils. Nice. Now, is this the long version? I don't know. Man, that's my nitpick with radio. Y'all on the song that is like an ode to a chick that did crystal meth. Yeah. This, this song hurts me. It really. Oh, I love this song. Just, oh, such a good record. I can't hang with this. It is just too bubblegum. But it's talking about some messed up stuff. Yeah, listen to the lyrics. You're hurting Glenn by making him listen to the words. I love it. That's Crystal Match. Yep, baby. How about this one? You remember this one? I wish you would step back up that way. Look at Glenn's face. Yeah, I know. I, I knew that was going to be the reaction. Broke him. I remember that song. <laughs> Can we hear hot girls again, man? All right. Uh, wow. I just want to. Cl- really? I want a palate cleanser. Really? I just want a palate cleanser. Really? That's your ginger? It's like drinking grappa. Hot girls, we have problems too. <laughs> we we're just like you, except we're hot. hot. Open your eyes and realize, and realize we're not perfect. Sometimes we lie. Ooh, that's deep. In bed. Sometimes we lie. Yeah. In bed? Yeah. Did you have an organism? Oh, yeah. Seven. Oh, yeah. Hmm? You're the best. In a row? You're the okay. best. Because it was kind of like humping a drugged corpse, but uh, <laughs> you are the, attractive. Right? You're the best. <laughs> then why does it feel like a hot dog in the hallway? <laughs> I don't know. Right, one more text. That was their oh second. I hate. You know what I hate? Second. Group text. As oh. much as everybody likes to put you in on them, like all my family and my friends, every other day it's like a new group text. 
oh, my baby's walking now. Everybody's in a group text so you can see my baby walking. Like, no, leave me alone. I'm going to throw my phone off a bridge if I get another group text notification. Yeah. Oh, you can't do that. I mean, that, that would be awful. The, the secret, Don't throw it off the when bridge. You receive, <laughs> <laughs> when you get that group text, reply privately. Just, hey, that's awesome, but don't reply to the group. That's what pe- a lot of people don't get because I, I, sometimes, especially like with Bruce or Brody or mm-hmm. windowing, there's a lot of group texting that goes on. But if you need to go down a path, just start texting a certain person individually. And yeah. then the group, te- if everyone did that, the group text would quickly die off. Mm-hmm. So the problem, it's much like Christianity. The problem with Christianity, Christians, or it is in Christianity, it's the Christians. <laughs> wow, now I'm going to hell. Um, now? But, yeah, well, That's before. the one reason. Uh, people failed God. God didn't fail God. Group texts, <laughs> group texts are great, but the problem is when everyone receives that group text, if they all replied individually, it then... Yeah, that's not how it works out, though. I have one No, that's not how it works out, I have one rule The problem, as always, is people. First of all, if, you, if you're annoyed by it, I, what I always do is after, if, if a group text gets a little Reply too with obnoxious... That or I just do not disturb it, and I'm like, you know what? I'll read the group text when I need to read the group text. Oh There's yeah, never you can do important. that. That's I, right. I do not disturb almost all of my group texts. The ones that especially happen like late at night, where they're constantly going, like the donkeys one. I love my donkeys, but yeah, sometimes did. these things will go on for like. I'll wake up and I'll have like 600 mix missed, uh, and it's just because people are going back and forth like crazy, and it's funny to read, but I don't need my phone going off all the time. Yeah. But what I always say is. If if not, if everyone on that group text does not know each other, do not send out the group text. Oh yeah, man! You see all those? It's just numbers, and, and then you'll see someone I'm on sooner one or later like, right now. Please, for the love of God, take me off of this. Or and then you'll see who this? are you? Or I hate that. Why are you being a D about it? And you you, you see this war whole thing devolve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the worst. It's like all of a sudden there's a war beginning because nobody knows who the f they are, and well, they're all on a group. And text. I am always I'll get in there eventually and be like, hey, if everyone stops replying, you'll find that it stops, and then someone will reply like, right. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you just missed the point, <laughs> dummy. Just... <laughs> or the smart ass will be like, well, you just hit reply all to reply to everyone. It's like the reply all on email. Oh, god. At work. After a while, you're just like, stop it. And then, but I find great humor in like some corporate guy in Kansas City. He's like, I really wish you guys would stop this. And then someone else would write in, I 100% agree with that person. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> everyone is trolling each other. That's funny. <laughs> Anyway, you're not alone, honey. The problem, as always, with all things, is people. Yes. You know, from religion to traffic to medical profession. To hot girls. The problem is people. See, it's another new poo song you can uh, go in with that, man. Is there any footage of their bodies? All I saw was their faces. I, I don't know. Do they have, like, remarkably smoking bodies, and Probably. that's why they're this conceited? Looking at the video, it kind of looks like they were amazing just, vaginas. like, like Ah, uh, we need to answer like this. Twigs. We need to answer this song. The three of us doing a song called Guys with Huge Wangs Have Problems Too. Yeah. Yeah, it won't fit in a shoe. You won't gobble my goo. Yes. You know? We get kicked and it'll out go of viral. dressing rooms. You know, and of course, much like them, the joke is, none of us are hung like billy goats. Right. You know what I mean? You. So, Oh, my bad, Rev. I'm sorry. Thank I, you. I didn't mean to involve you in Steve and I's group. Jeez. Uh, so I said, dude, you got to take me down the rabbit hole to memory what lane. Did I just do. This is a text at 253-271-4787. All these one-hit wonders, most memorable one probably, the Verve Pipe. Oh. Oh, bittersweet symphony? No, that's the Verve. The Verve oh. Pipe or Freshman. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. Freshman. The, Actually, the um, song that was that I think that was, was my cool. graduation. Like I didn't graduate, but like if I were to, that was the one that everyone played. 
Like, yeah. because it was like, but yeah. we were only freshmen, now we're graduating. Like, they had one, two versions this is, of this. This reminds me of when I first moved to Seattle. This was like a big hit on the end. Yeah. I won this at like an end night when, when I did work there. record, though, like this song's okay. Yeah. The rest of that record, there's a song on that record called Villains, which is the title track. Yeah. Great song. That song's killer. No, it's a great record. But yeah. this is the one that got all the play. Yeah. Well, let's get to the hook. Let me just and then remember they put out a different version of it. There was an alternate version that was a little oh. more rocking. Found the hook right here. Okay, there we go. <laughs> you ass. Sounded different back in the We conceded now. Here's Villains. Yeah, this song was pretty dope. I remember this one. Yeah. This is like Our it just Lady builds Peace. and builds oh and builds God. and yeah. builds and builds. Here we go again. Let's get in that rabbit hole, kids. Man, now I want to hear Clumsy. Superman's dead. That's This is stereophonic. Why are you talking in my right ear? And why are you playing in my left? Stuff right there. Was it a? Uh, was it Our Lady Peace that did uh, One More Astronaut? And what was the the record was called Scenery and Fish, and it's incredible. Mm, I don't know. Canadian the only thing I know band. from them is uh, well, Superman's dead. Look up we Scenery just and it. Fish and Clumsy. One more scenery astronaut. Fish. Here we go. Yeah, this song's incredible. This whole record. Oh, incredible. I'm Mother Earth. I'm Mother oh. Earth. I'm Mother Earth. They were awesome. Yeah, I gotta dust this record off. Yeah. Incredible album. Top to bottom. I think you're talking about Space Hog, but that's a whole different that's one. That's in the meantime. In the meantime. Yeah, in the meantime. Another great song. Yeah, this song rocks. They were, they were very smashing pumpkins, but with like more of a grunge singer. Oh, yeah. This song is killer, man. This was all over the radio when I was living down in Orlando. Traveling man 
Jumbotron. The Jumbotron guy is going to be like, oh, another great long podcast, guys. Thanks a lot. Yeah, go, go dig up that I Mother Earth record, man. I'm telling Damn. you, track for track, it is so cool. We got one more text, and then we got to wrap things up. Um, this person said, hey, I hit a possum on the way home tonight. I called the boyfriend to tell him. His response was, don't tell me that, brother. And then he hangs up. I get home, and I come, and I ask, uh, was uh, it the family of possums by the bridge? No, it was further away. Okay, good. I hope it wasn't part of the family I've been watching. That's it. No, how are you? Is the car okay? Nothing. It's an effing possum. So 20 minutes later, I'm fuming, and I said, okay, I'm not okay. okay I'm, I'm okay, not sure about the car. And his response was, well, you're both better than the possum. Am I totally off base and being irritated? Yes. What the? Let me just say that again. Yes. If my wife called me and said, I just hit a possum, my assumption is that the car won and the possum did not. Yeah. And I'd be like, ooh, God, that sucks. Are Bummer. you okay? Right. You okay? Yeah, it just kind of freaked me out. All right, did it flop up under the car? You think it hurt anything? But you're all right. You know, of course I'd be like, babe, it's just a possum. It happens. Come on home, you know. But this guy was emotionally invested into the possum family the possum that may family? or may not have been massacred by well, but, this but then it's, it's, irresponsible oh driver. Oh, my God. You don't think it's that possum group I've been watching, do you? I don't know. It's okay, very weird. weird. I mean, you at least have a dialogue about it without being kind of a cold a-hole. Right. Worry more about your significant other's well-being. The three of us are here to hold you and soak in a hot tub, hun, and we can discuss about the quality of the car and your emotional state anytime you want. Awesome <laughs> kingdom! Yes! Dude! Friggin' toadies, This man. is a win. This yeah. song is a win. Make up your Oh my mind. gosh! So good. Now I want to play Seven Mary 3. Oh no. The These guys just came tonight. to the croc too, and I didn't get to go to the show. Oh, that would have been fun. Yeah, oh, man. Toadies at the croc. I mean, come on. stuff, and it, it's one of those weird things where, like, sometimes a band has a high water mark right out of the gate. And their other material is cool. Really? Nothing was ever as cool as this song. There was no. one other song, but I can't remember the name of it. Like, When I'm Awake or When I'm Asleep uh, they, they or something just, like that. They just hit the bullseye with this. It's so good. Yeah, I don't know what other song was theirs. Oh, I don't think they ever had another single. I come from the water. I come from the water. Oh. Okay, this one. I remember this one. This one was pretty awesome. Oh, I hate to even disrupt... Not as cool as Possum Kingdom. Nope. No, not within a mile. I come from the water. I crawled up on the shore. I left my brothers there. I- yeah. Nah. <laughs> Possum Kingdoms. Yeah. It's 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 miles above. Oh, the, when the chorus comes in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah.
so 90s alt rock. Oh, yeah. Give it up to me. Do you want to be my angel? Give it up to me. Give it up. I'm totally to going down me. the rabbit hole today, man. Dude, I think we started. Yeah. So those are the new people that are oh. the new radio station that's joining us in the near future. I don't know if we can talk about which station it is just yet. Wouldn't it be great if we just mooned them all? WKRP in Cincinnati. in Cincinnati. You want me to press Bullwinkle against the glass for him? Because we're adding another station to our our, our cluster. It'd be awesome. If we just I can't technically get fired. Us. What if we just flipped them all off right now? Should I show them? Welcome to Entercom. If it no, wasn't the it. biggest boss like in everything, know. just standing right there doing the tour. Yes. We should probably get out of here, though. So, let's. Do you want me to pull my penis yes. out or not? No, no, yeah. no! Yes. Definitely pull out your penis. Welcome to the building! Welcome <laughs> to the mix. Give me where you are! You know where you are? Oh, I see you over there. I noticed you got a problem. <laughs> hey, thank you for listening. Go see Thunder wow. Beast this Saturday. They're over yeah. at Studio 7. That's going to be a lot of fun. Say hi to Richie. Watch that guy destroy the drums. Also, Bruiser Brody is playing on uh, November 25th at Studio 7. Window Pane signing pain. party, December 16th at Studio 7. That's lots of stuff. Rev's going to be outside busking. <laughs> no. I'll be out there uh, singing karaoke to the toadies. Actually, I'll probably be out there busking with you, dude. <laughs> well, Tony, I love you. Happy anniversary, baby. Yes. Oh. Happy anniversary to you as well. Slide that in there. Uh-huh. And as always, thank you for listening to the Migscast and stay positive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.